Hey Brisbane, the Mixtape Tour is coming to your area of planet Earth. Saturday the 22nd of Jan 2022 at the Princess Theatre in Brisbane. Tickets on sale now through Ticketmaster. All other info on www.theprincesstheatre.com.au We cannot wait until January 22 to come over to Brisbane. It's been way too long. See you soon. Woohoo! This is Jay Jovi. This is Sammy Hardon. This is the 80s montage. Guys, it's good to be back for another week. It is, and what an exciting day for Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> what a very exciting day. Holy Jesus shit. Jesus Christ. We had the shakes. Woke up with the shakes. We had the shakes. And now, it wasn't like my any, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Like any good old muso, I was asleep. It was 9 o'clock. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was asleep. I'd had a very late night, um, not doing anything interesting, just an assessment, and I thought I'd tr- treat myself to a little sleep in. And I woke wow. up with the shakes. How did you? How? What were you doing on the day? Well, uh, I was. I was funny because I ran into. I was awake. The cat woke me up because he wanted to get some food, like as cats yeah. do. Yeah. And then I was up and I'm like, fuck, should I get up? It was about ten past nine. Should I get up? Fucking hell. Because I've been sleeping really well at the moment. Anyway, um, the fucking – the earth shook. The, I feel the earth move. It all happened. And I thought we were ransacked. Like I thought there were five guys on our roof and fucking people at the front. So I ran out of the house and went, hey, hey. You fucking cunts. Right, I went out ready. I think I went and got a knife out of the kitchen. I fucking went full <laughs> Wentworth on it. Full Wentworth. <laughs> I went out and then I yelled out to Maddie, get up, babe, get up. There's someone fucking camera. Someone's trying to break in, right? I went full hardcore. Maddie goes, did I can't he, wait did to he wake tell up everyone. Or was, he, was he like anxious? Half asleep. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maddie does what he's told, you know, with me. He just gets yeah. up and fucking marches out the front. He probably would have been asleep. And then he went, he went about an hour later and he <laughs> said, I can't fucking wait to tell everyone what you did. Because <laughs> it was my birthday last week and I got a new compost bin. Oh, we're going to buy a new compost bin as well. Yeah, and it's one that you turn around and you get yeah. one side, you fill the other side or whatever. And, and so you sing Bonnie Tyler? When you're turning yeah, it around? Yeah, I feel no. like I'm on Hey Hey Saturday with fucking pluck a duck, pluck a duck, pluck a duck. It's just hilarious. We should use it in our show and do a wheel thing, you know. Anyway, so uh, I 
I think someone's stealing this bin because my parents got it for me and I fucking love it. So I run out the side of the house to get ready to, the, you know, to fucking fully attack these pricks. And yeah. then I just sort of went, this is Mother Nature, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, I know. No idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, did you, I, the moment I woke up I knew exactly what it was. Right. Having having never experienced an earthquake before, mm. um, I you know because I was telling my friends you don't expect it in Melbourne, you know no. it's not <laughs> it's not why I moved here. I moved mm. here for the fucking consistent weather, you know. Well, you don't expect it, one that big either. Fuck uh, yeah yeah it was a decent site. look and I'll say this. Uh, you know, I'll say this tentatively because I don't believe anybody got hurt. I don't think there were any sort of injuries or anything from it. Thankfully, everyone's fucking locked down, so they're safe in their own homes. But I just I think back to um, the Christchurch uh, earthquakes because my old drummer Jason like actually lost a family member and everything during the oh, during no. the earthquakes over there. It was quite full on and. We went over there touring with the with my old band Ten Thousand, and we had gone all throughout New Zealand. And by the time we got down to Christchurch, had had a whale of a time. And then Jason was like, "I'll take you into the city, um, so we, you know, you can see sort of the the aftermath." It was two years after. It was like a war torn city. It was mm. Two years later, and this they were still fixing things up, fixing roads, fixing buildings, and everything. And I'm just. Glad with this that it was big enough for us to sort of, uh, you know, it, for it to be interesting for us to get a buzz out of it. Um, but no one was hurt, thank God. You know, it it was um, it was pretty full on. It was pretty full on. Fuck yeah! I mean, bloody Betty's Burgers went under, didn't it? In Chapel Street. Ah, oh, yeah. I thought it was frostbite. Fucking Betty Boo dropped the mic, dropped the fucking roof. That'd be right, Betty. Jumped off the fucking roof and wrecked it. Yeah. It was good though because it was something different from fucking COVID. I was like, oh, I actually got on Facebook and did a couple of statuses because at first we'd heard it was 5.8, it was 5.9, it was 6.0 and I'm like, fuck, yeah. I hope these cunts are going to take my fucking cholesterol. They're useless. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? And then uh, I felt Maddie, Maddie walked out because he lived in LA for about, I don't know, six months. He said, oh, God, we used to have them all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first thing I thought as I was drifting off, because, um, to, you know, to add to all the drama, you can yeah, imagine yeah, in yeah. my house, yeah? I love it. You can yeah. imagine them all in my house. Yeah, screaming, yeah. screaming <laughs> and like crossing themselves and running oh, room hilarious. to room and sort of within two minutes it smelt like a church because um, Anna's sort of burning the incense and everything to protect the house. I love and, it. Um, and, uh you know, I sort of drifted off and my car alarm went off in the street. I thought you wow. can't have an earthquake and not have a car alarm going off, can you? Well, apparently all the alarms went off. Yeah, it was it was very exciting. I was did very you, excited. Did you check up on any people? No. No, I really? Oh, I checked no. up on everyone. No, see, this is men. Men will, men will go, oh, yeah, no, it's cool. Okay, cool. And they'll go back to sleep. 
Yeah, I was so excited. I checked up on my parents first and then I checked up on my brother and the kids and then I checked up on our band and then I checked up on about ten of the fucking Wentworth cast that were getting in touch with me anyway because <laughs> oh, I've got two of the boys on my Facebook so we always chat, PJ and Rick James, and yeah. then I've got the girls as secret sort of we all get together and have a chat. So we're all like, are you all right, blah, blah, blah. It was so funny. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It was really nice and – because Wentworth's been so fucking incredible this season, everyone's yeah. chatting about it because we don't know, even though you work on it, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I was still in shock about Wentworth on the Tuesday night and then yeah. I get up and there's this fucking earthquake. I don't know if I'm in a movie, if I'm on a fucking what, what's going on? And there's been the the bloody protests slash riots all week to do with, uh, you know, the construction workers. So if you're not sure around the world, the the, um, the government basically said that uh, there's mandatory vaccinations for construction workers and tradies. And, you know, they weren't going – you know, there are very uh, – the thing is – a lot of them didn't want to. A lot of people aren't into the mandatory part. I'm not either, That's to right. be honest. I'm not into the mandatory part, yeah? I'm like, look, really, and I've stated this before, at this stage I think if you wanted the vax, you would have had the vax. If That's you didn't right. want the vax, you won't, have, you won't have looked it up. And it's like find out the hard way. No, really. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, and I mean that with love. I'm like, hey, yeah. you might survive. Find out that, That's you know, right. find out the hard way. I really don't, I think it's a really big, um, it's stomping all over our rights in a, you know, apparently a democracy by saying you have to va- vaccinate. Nah, nah. So I can understand, but like really sickens me that it tipped over into writing and so forth and people getting assaulted yeah, well, that's and all right. of that shit. Be that's, fucking peaceful or yeah. shut the fuck up. No, nah, it's and fucking disgusting. Billy you know, Bragg was on the project the other night, Billy Bragg, um, mm. who I was going to put in my underrated because tonight's episode is underrated part two. Underrated oh, very, yes, artists. it yep. is. So he said this isn't a pandemic about the government. This is a pandemic about selfish people. And he's been getting death threats and shit because, you know, Billy Bragg in the 80s was this fucking, you know, free-speaking guy and everyone's like really having a go at him for being vaccinated because he's double vaccinated and he's like, dude, we've never lived this before. Yeah. This is – you've got to fucking do this shit, you know. So I can't remember exactly what he said but he was so good and he said it's got nothing to do with politics. It's got nothing to – it's got to do with the society is no longer a bunch of people that want to help each other. It's single people. And I think the single people comes from fucking Facebook. We've all got our own page. Yeah. We've all got our own fucking photos and we all give a fuck about each other and blah blah you know about our own selves. It's I think a lot of people are going to left be left behind in this pandemic and it isn't going to be pretty. But and and the other thing is there's there's a sort of there's like a narrative which you're meant to follow and if you have any thoughts on the outside of that, it's like you're going to get cancelled or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's really fucking shit and it, I, yeah. I think I think what's actually happening is culturally we're so used to now towing the line and this is a really contentious issue. A lot of people don't want to, you know, a lot of people don't want to do it, a lot of people do want to do it and, and the authorities don't know what to do. They're so used to sort of using social media as a tool to sort of 
uh, control people's thinking and so forth. They're not used to people like going, actually, I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? It's. It's. Look. It's very fucking interesting. It's very interesting. Absolutely. And I think people, if we had have banned social media during a pandemic, we would be having a much better time than now, because people really rely on what other people think about them. It's like, yeah, oh, but yeah. do you think I'm bad if I do this? And da 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 da. Like, mate, we're musicians. We didn't get up in the morning and go, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a musician because everyone says it's really easy. Yeah. No one fucking said no. that. We, we basically got up woke at, up we got and up said this is what we want to do. Exactly. Yeah, we, so we, we are free. <laughs> we are free, right, in yeah. our own fucking right. But yeah. people are taking it to the fucking extreme. But I thought Mother Nature was just basically saying in her roundabout way, stop being fucking idiots and get yeah. along with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Absolutely. fucking over it. Get off if you don't. And that's what's happening, you know, all around the world. But I thought Mother Nature gave us a little bit of interest and just something different. But It God, was just a little tap on the so shoulder. Yeah. It was a little tap on the shoulder, wasn't it? A little kind of like pull your fucking head in, everyone. Exactly. Pull your fucking head in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Things so, um, can always get a lot worse, you know? Absolutely. So we should um, – I wanted to start off with our top five montage listeners this week. We've got a few announcements at the top of the we show. Have. I love this. It's good. It's great. Do you now want to read got, them out? Yeah, why not? We've got the top five in the world, the yes. montage listeners from around the world. Now – do we do a bit of a drum roll or something or do I just count back from five? So number five, guys, on the list is Germany. We've got a whole lot of listeners in Germany. We love Woo-hoo. you guys. We I, I, Look, I would kill to get to Germany, especially to uh, tour this show and to tour our band as well. There we go. little chime. Thank you. Ding. Number four, the is- UK. The UK. Excellent. The okay, UK. Okay. I get what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there's no timing. Oh, okay, I'm not yeah, timing. Yeah. I'm just no, a bit all drunk. Good. Oh, good. I love this. Now, this one I absolutely love. I would have expected it higher, but I love the other two. Number three is... USA. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Fantastic. Look, we have so many listeners in the USA and we love you guys. Another place where I would kill to be at the moment. And number two on the list is... India! Woohoo! Do you believe it? India are really putting in the fucking work. Very well done, India. They love the 80s. I love the 80s. we, We just had... Indian tonight, and I was talking about my Indian godfather. Oh, that's right, because you are Indian. And let's give him a round of applause. Fucking brilliant. Good on you guys. Love yous. Number one, of course. Is Australia. Yeah. Go, Aussie, go. Go, 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 go. Good on you, Aussies. Good on you. Now, it's been sort of over the last few years since we've been doing the show, it's it's sort of got teetered in between USA and Australia, I it believe. Has, yeah. yeah. Um, and Aussie are back on top. We're sort of uh, – we, we do sort of enter a lot of charts around the world. 
strangely, Australia only now and then. So it's nice to see Australia on top of this list. Australia does have a lot of really quality podcasts out there. So, you know, I'm not offended, but it's nice to nice that our main, uh, uh, our most listeners are in Australia at the moment. I love that. Absolutely. So we were going to say hi to our biggest USA listeners, like of the, the part of the USA. Yeah, the biggest locality in the US. And uh, it doesn't surprise me, Jay, that we're big in this part of the world. face it we're not straight we've got red hair and we're fat yeah look i hope it's the gay community that love us of course it is yeah they love it i want to be popular with the gays i i don't want to be popular with anyone else just the gays i think we're underestimating our popularity yeah good Good. San Francisco, what a fucking part of the world guys thank you so much for downloading your tits off Mate, San Francisco is very on topic because that's like the bloody uh, earthquake capital of the world. <laughs> I, I was meant to go to San Fran in 89. And, wow. Um, God, you would have been ha- like one. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit older. Um, but we had to uh, we had to just sort of divert because there were massive earthquakes there. And, um, yeah, we had to sort of fly into LA instead. Uh, because, yeah, huge, huge earthquakes in San Fran. So there we go. It's all intertwined tonight. Absolutely. Now, should we have today a new Patreon? Do you believe it? Someone loves us. They're throwing New us Patreon. some money. Fucking Absolutely. Fantastic. And he's fucking hot. He's good looking. Oh, oh, oh I'll have oh, to Oh, he's him. hot as shit. Great. His name What's is his James name? Harrington. G'day, Jimmy. How you going? James, What part of yeah, the world? Jimmy. What part of the, the world USA. is James from? Oh, yeah. See, great. And I he's love got a James. S- yeah, I love so a James. Yeah, so do I. And he's got some, he's got taste. He's got some style. He loves, well. his favourite artist is Prince. Great. Awesome. So he loves wearing his knickers around the house. That's right. And With feeling himself on. up, I'm hoping. I'd like to yeah. see a video of that, James. No, no, um, you know, no ass in his jeans and all that kind of thing. That's right. So he's our new patron for this week and we've promised to play him a Prince tune and he's picked his own tune and he's picked a ripper. We're very impressed with this because we are a sexual show and this track is fucking incredible. So this goes out to you, James. Here we go. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend 
I met her in a hotel lobby Masturbating with a magazine She said, how'd you like to waste some time And I could not resist When I saw little Nikki grind And I just couldn't believe my eyes She had so many devices Everything that money could buy She said, sign your name on the dotted line The lights went out And Nikki started to grind for that song. Oh. I fucking love it. See, I reckon our people are fucking very stylish and know what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. I am so impressed. And I've had – we've got a couple of patrons, but we're waiting to do them every week because, you know, it's really important because some of them it, – it's anyway, it's a secret. can't say any much. But James, fucking great choice, honey. Love yeah, it. you're a legend. Thanks for coming on board. and Thank you, you know, so much. Send us your dick pics. We won't show anyone. <laughs> Unsolicited dick pics. Always dick pics. welcome. Dick pics. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, oh, mate, I mean, I've got a photo of him. He's pretty great. but Great. You, know, you can fax I think that through. I think you'd like him a lot. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll check it out. But anyway, yeah. So should we start the show? Because we were do- we're doing um, underrated artist part two. That was a big part show last two. week. Yeah, it was very exciting. And yeah, when we were putting the list together, we realised that there were a whole lot more we wanted to do. So yeah, part two. So I thought we would look at Martika, even though she was underrated today because she wrote a song about I feel the Earth. well that was Carol King yeah. really, but you know someone could have played it on the news and been a funny prick, but we'd have had to do it. Yeah, um, that's right. Martika was, I don't know, what did you think of her, babe? Loved her and I definitely think she was underrated. Loved her. She yeah. was sort of, um, you know, really hot in the later part of the 80s, very early 90s. Um, and I just think she could have been so much more. She's She just sort of, um, she had the, the initial kind of release releases she had like a follow-up project that she did with prince remember and um i loved both of them i love both of those projects but then sort of not a lot to follow up on that and i just think maybe another album and she just would have been huge you know um yeah loved her i know someone that fucked her fuck off serious she's a dirty minx oh Oh, she loves a fuck and i've looked at her astrology and i can see why she's got a A Venus in Aries. Venus is your sexual side. Yeah, and that'll always do it. And when it's in Aries, you fucking chuck like a fucking footy. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> you fucking chuck. So I know someone that she rooted. It was on Countdown Revolution oh. and uh, she was backstage and she might have been with a friend of mine and fucking just wanted to get it on. Oh. And, of course, he's a dirty prick, so that happened. But anyway, we won't talk about who it was, but I guarantee you he wouldn't know who she was unless he stuck it in at all. Has this person been on the show perhaps? No, but he's a photographer. Oh, you, oh my yeah. God, I, <laughs> I know, know who it is. I know, right? <laughs> 
after you. God. She must be fucking deaf, dumb, and blind. Should, should have gotten to Specsavers. I always yeah. thought she might have had. <laughs> always thought she might have had a bit of a lisp because. And, and we used to we, we used to sing it as kids because we all thought she had a lisp because it sounds like she's saying. Um, all fall down like toy soldiers. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, yeah, it sounds like it in the recording. So, yeah, it was like a little urban myth amongst our group of friends that she had a lisp. But, well, let's um, have a listen to it because yeah. uh, I wanted to play this song because it's one of my top 20 favourite tunes, I reckon. <sighs> Love it. Toy soldiers. Let's give it a listen. Step by step. Stop that song. Love it. I ache for it as well. Isn't yeah. it the best? Yeah, really cool. And she wrote that. She co-wrote that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torian, all about the voice. She can fucking sing, man. Yeah, she can. That's right. She yeah. can sing. She's now, she got a, a very high range. Yeah, she was. She was a child was. performer, yeah? Kids Incorporated. Kids Incorporated. Now, I always used to love the guitar parts on that track and I sort of went to look sort of who was involved in the in – the, uh, you know the the track, the tracking, mm. and so forth. Um, no big names in terms of the musos, but with the kids chorus, she actually had a few kids, uh, like a few people that she had done Kids Incorporated on, wow. namely Stacy Ferguson, aka Fergie. Oh shit! Of course. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas, Fergie. Yeah. Now she's amazing too. Yeah, fuck she yeah. She should be bigger too. I mean, she's not eighties, but fuck when she sings "Sweet Child of Mine," she fucking blows your mind. Yeah, amazing voice. Except when she does a national anthem. Yeah, amazing. Voice. Oh, I haven't heard that. <laughs> it's shocking. Well, we're yeah. not all straight. We can That's be drunk. Right. That's right. So yeah, that went so number one. It was one of her biggest hits. Yeah, yeah. Also, guys, check out the stuff that she did with Prince. She did Love Thy Will Be Done. Yes. One of Prince's, like, one of my favourite Prince songs. Beautiful. She does a great job of it. And also Martika's Kitchen. 
Prince would always look for ways of incorporating the artist's name into the title and so forth, and you can tell it's a Prince song straight away. So check out Martika's Kitchen. You may not be able to find it. not sure if it's on Spotify, but it might be like some grainy uh, clip on YouTube. You can check it out. Really cool song. Yeah, I really like her, and I think, um, look, I just can't stop having the visual of her rooting my friend. But anyway. Um, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, biggest hit. Look, for me, top 20 tracks in the world would be Toy Soldiers, which was written about Boy George. Oh, and shit, is drug that right? Habit. Yeah, and his drug habit. So, oh, wow. Yeah, she was quite upset about that, which was mm. incredible. But uh, what a ripper. And I think. Vocally, she was up there with Cindy Lauper. I mean, that's a big thing. But yeah. I think, you know, I've sung I Feel the Earth Move and fucking hate it. I don't like that track anyway. I like, yeah. you know, I don't like when people do Carol King or, or something like that. Like it's like, yeah. really, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, I did love Martika. But I remember being dumped around this time by I was dating – a guy that used to date Tina Arena, but that's as far as I'll go. And ah, I remember yes. being mortified and this song I just delved into and just got really dark and went, oh, God, this really happens to people, you know. Yeah. Not the drug side of things obviously, but I thought it was a romantic song, you know. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was about just being drowned and, and you know, and not being appreciated kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful song. Great song. Good on you, Martika. Love you, Martika. Drop us a line. Why don't you? Drop us a line. Give us a – yeah, I bet she's listening to this going, I didn't write no photographer. <laughs> he wasn't just a photographer. He was a makeup artist as well. Uh, yeah. And they yeah. get nice and close to you, the makeup artists, and they find they out shit. Makeup artists know everything about the world. Fuck yeah. People tell them everything. Absolutely. It would have been like, oh, oh, you know, ah, oh, that guy really fucking, oh, well, I'll fix you up. He would have been, I could just see it. Oh, he wouldn't have missed a trick. Nah. The guy. Nah, nah, yeah. nah. So I've picked the next one I picked of underrated 80s artist. I've been reading the Banana Rama book. I bought it for myself for my birthday, really saying something. Yep. It's fucking a great book. It's a really good book. And these guys are a lot to do with their success. So let's give this a whirl. Three. I I don't know anything about them. Okay, it's quite a so nice that was, little jingle. Yeah, no, Banana Rama. That was their first recording. Of course, no, it yes. wasn't actually. It might have been their second. Uh, they brought one of their singles 
and then they decided to use the girls on BVs for this track. That's right. But if it wasn't for these guys, because the girls were quite young and they were very stylish and they sort of messed around with a lot of people in the punk scene as we know in the new wave scene. But these guys really took them under their wing and said, hey, let's do an album. And I'm pretty sure they've got a lot to do with the first Bananarama album. And if you listen to the production, it's very similar to Shy Boy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I was reading this book on Bananarama, which is fuck. I don't read fucking anything. I don't even read a fucking Facebook status. But I'm <laughs> into this book, and Funboy Three comes up a lot with helping them develop as artists, and it's just great. And I thought, yeah, they're pretty underrated because, like you say, how would you know them? You know, they were the specials, really. Yeah. Before they were Funboy Three, it was the specials. So. Uh, I was just really interested to put them in the show because I don't think we'd have a Banana Rama. I might be wrong in saying that, but I think Banana Rama would not exist. And Banana Rama, I didn't realise how big they were Roxy Music fans and, and Brian Ferry fans. Yeah, yeah. Had no idea. And yeah. apparently Brian Ferry rocked up to Top of the Pops and Karen had a pair of black leg warmers on and a shut up of your face T-shirt. <laughs> which says a lot, doesn't it? Because that's brilliant. That's an Aussie guy. Yeah. That bloody guy. And uh, they were very impressed with Brian Ferry and, and of course they're gorgeous girls so why wouldn't you get interested in them as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Banana Rama was, um, I think, named after a Roxy Music track or a Brian Ferry track. I think it was Roxy Music. Yep. And yeah, I'm learning heaps about it, and it's a really good book because the girls don't hide anything, you know. Mm. Yeah. So Fun Boy Three. There we go. Now this next artist is so underrated, but he's a bit of a bitch. Everyone knows it, but fuck, he was hot. Hot in the 80s. I had posters all over my wall of this guy. And I just want to play, I wasn't going to play the single. This next song I'm going to play is one of my all-time favourite tracks as well. Be top 20 tracks. And it's by an artist called Marilyn. Have a listen. Give it up to you 
pants off. Uh, so same. fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> now, real name Peter Anthony Robinson. Oh, yes. Oh, he had the best ass in the business in the yep. 80s. Yes. And I mean, everyone knows him from calling your name. I hear you on the radio. I hear you, which is a all great track. Time. Yeah. But this one off the record, off the album, which I have, mm. is fucking incredible. And it was, it should have been a single. And he should have been big. Like if they had have, maybe it was a single and I missed it, but I don't think I did. I loved him and I thought he was incredible. The guy could sing. Yeah, he had a great voice. I don't know sort of – I don't know if sort of Boy George just e- eclipsed his thing or what. I d- yeah, I don't know why he wasn't bigger. I can't work it out for the life yeah, of me. Yeah, well, they were mates in a roundabout way. George used to give him money a lot of the time. I just think he was a bit of a bad businessman. Like I yeah, don't right. think – and I love him but I know George used to bail him out a lot and – yeah, look, he could have been a separate entity, but I think because yeah. I remember on Countdown they were in, they were they both had mullets on or something, and they popped up out of this like dirt and went, "Hi, you're watching Countdown, and I'm Boy George, and I'm Marilyn, and they were best friends." But they had a rocky relationship. Yeah, but they he did. had a photo of himself that was my favorite photo, and it was of him in a sheet with his hand on the sheet with his blonde hair and. I'm sure his ass was sticking out or something and it <laughs> fucking used to drive me insane. You just wanted to eat it. Oh, badly. Badly. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck what he was. Uh, I was like, this is the best. I could not believe it as a kid. <laughs> and I'm sure my dad walked into my room. I always had the whole wall was covered in Marilyn yeah. and my dad knew this was a gender bender, what we used to call <laughs> them in those days, and he was a little bit concerned. But when you look back at my past relationships, everyone looks a little girly, don't you think? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that shit. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not surprised. I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. he had Cry and Be Free. He had great tracks and they did bring him out on Countdown and he came out on this glitter sort of really tight pants and three-quarter tight top and, oh, God, you would have had to peel me off the fucking TV set. <laughs> Uh, he was yeah. absolutely – so that is one of my all-time favourite tracks in the world. It's on Marilyn's album. It's really hard to find but if you look on YouTube under Give It Up Marilyn, you can play it on that. Oh, fantastic. Did you like Marilyn or were you more – you were more Boy George? Admittedly, I was more Boy George. I was so compelled by – Boy George, because Boy George's voice was incredible as well. Not that Marilyn's wasn't, but like. No, I totally get it, yeah. Like Boy George's voice was so good that it didn't matter. It didn't matter that he, you know, was looked like a chick, you know, which was very confronting in the 80s. To the extent yeah, that, no that one Boy cared. George was doing it. No one cared really. They just couldn't no. explain it. They just couldn't explain, no. you know. Because it wasn't like he was doing drag. No, that's right. It's, it's not. They, they were like sitting in the middle. You know gender what I mean? Bender, this yeah. was yeah. This was the thing they call it gender fuck these days. But like that, okay. um, it's they they sort of sitting right in the middle, and they they actually sort of quite. 
They had a lot of masculine qualities as well as they did. feminine That's why qualities, I love you know? them. You would have yes. never fucked with them. Yeah. Oh, no. God, no. Because mm. I remember Marilyn had a bad incident in Sydney where he was bashed. In right, shit, serious? On, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. it was a big thing in the 80s because we heard it on the news Marilyn has been attacked in Sydney. Yeah. But you could only imagine what he dished out. You know what I mean? Yeah, But, yeah. oh, God, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I never, ever even questioned what they were going. And he went out with Gwen Stefani's ex-fucking-husband. Gavin Rosdale. Yeah. yeah. So there When he you was go. in his teens, Yeah. That's right. Gavin was yeah. really young. I don't I don't know if they had a sexual relationship. I think it was I think it was like an emotional relationship. I don't know. Who would know? Who would know that kind of shit? I shouldn't even say crap like that. Oh, I think Marilyn would have stuck it in for sure. <laughs> for sure. That would have been a fucking competition for him. <laughs> I just uh, love it. I just love yeah. it. <laughs> I fucking the 80s with that shit was incredible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, I've been there. I've been out. I've I've been with a bisexual and and you do kind of forget about it at the end of the day. You go, oh, whatever. If he goes off yeah. and roots someone else, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. cool. It's just you've got double. You've got double. You know, It's either going to be a woman or a guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're really quite loyal. It's interesting. They're very loyal partners until Absolutely. you got no money. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. my Marilyn years, I bloody loved him. <laughs> so the next one we've got is a one of mine which um, our new Patreon will love because he sounds like he knows Prince. Uh, my favourite girl of all time is... Jill Jones. Jill Jones was a chick singer with Prince and she was the blonde girl on the keyboard on 1999. So there's a yep. blonde girl with I think it's Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. And they're playing the keyboard together. So Jill Jones is also in Purple Rain. She plays the girl that is at the, the door bitch, blonde hair. And then she's also in I think she's in, um, and I can't remember this movie because I haven't watched it, Graffiti Bridge as well, maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But anyway, when I heard this record from this woman, and she's on my Facebook, she's a friend of mine, I fucking did not know what to do with myself because the voice was there, the sound was there. It was like Prince but in a female version and obviously Prince had written a lot of the tracks. So I want to bring her up because I think, For me, she's really important. And this is one of my favourite tracks called G-Spot.
love it. Very sexy. That's the stripper oh. sort of the stripper going off to work. That one. It's very stripper. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it when I was about eighteen. I was like, oh my god, this is the underworld. Yeah, it gets this me is, hot. This is but, yeah. Oh. oh, very hot and. I didn't know anything about her. There were no video. She had Mia Booker. There was a video clip to that. But she's one of my Facebook friends and I always look at her and go, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, like she's got a child now and the child sings and blah, blah, blah. But I just love keeping an eye on them. It's like, oh, there's Jill Jones. Off she goes picking fruit <laughs> off her tree, you know. <laughs> off her G-spot tree. <laughs> I didn't know what a G-spot was at this stage either. Yeah. Had no idea. I don't even think I'd been with anything sexually at this time. Right. So I'm thinking, is it a street sign? What she, is it a G spot? <laughs> is it a street sign? What is yeah. it? Yeah. Because I was so innocent and, you know, just wanted to sing and do shit that I didn't even get into people that much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I love it. I love the fact that Jill Jones, I think, is underrated, and she did Lady Cab Driver. She sang the BV's Lady Cab Driver. Uh, like, great yeah. voice. Great voice. Yeah. So, good on you, Jill Jones. We love you. Well, are we ready for a one dick wonder? Fuck, we are too. And I love this week's one dick wonder. All right. Do you want to give it a let's? Give it an intro and we'll have a listen. Yeah. Fucking. So excited. <laughs> it's 
so exciting. And it's so much this fun. This is a one dick wonder, really. You don't think of it being an 80s song. It feels no. like a 70s song. Because um, they were the Weather Girls. The Weather Girls were Sylvester's backup singers. That's and right. You, you always think of Sylvester being an eighties artist. I was actually going to include him tonight, but he's he's had all these hits in the seventies. You know. Yes, he has. Yeah. yeah. Too many hits. So, so well, these guys, Weather Girls, uh, Marsha Wash and Martha Walsh. Uh, Wash. Is Martha Wash. And and yes, that's right, that's right. They they um um they they were very active in the eighties. Real in terms of Martha Wash, because the other one, what's her name, Azora, she continued after they broke up. So she got sort of other people on board and blah blah blah. I think she got her daughter or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, whereas Martha sort of forged her her own career and fuck mate, she has so many hits, but you don't no, it's know her. about her unless you know, you know. Well uh, the thing is with Martha is that she was CNC Music Factory. She was black box as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. So she had an incredible voice, but the problem was they were bigger wom- women and in the eighties you had to be size fucking ten at least. They, they, I, I actually find these guys really <laughs> underrated as well. So yeah, even though yeah. they're a one dick wonder, they're very underrated because a lot of the vocals we heard in the late 80s was Martha and Mate. you would never have known. They call her the queen of clubland because, like, she's uh, responsible for so many dance hits if you think of um, or complicit, you know, with with right the, on time. You think of um, yeah, yeah, right on time, Sylvester. Right on time. Oh, that was all her, and we all thought yeah. at the time it was this uh, gorgeous model, and it wasn't. Yes. I forget the model's name, but um, she she couldn't sing. Transsexual she was just sexual model. Yeah, yes, that's right. And, I loved um, it. We um we all thought it was her singing. We thought like, what is this act? When Black Box came out, and it was actually. Martha Wash, you know, that was the voice. Walsh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, Wash, baby. No, Walsh, isn't it? Nah, Wash, famously Wash. Mm. 100%, 100%. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, I always, I've been corrected by a thousand homosexuals about that because I used Why to say Walsh. Why is there an L in it? There's no L in it. There, a Martha Wash. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, so what's the internet got it wrong? Probably. I mean, I used to say Martha Walsh and I'd always be like, you know, yeah, get corrected really? by, by, um, by the that gays, the you know. F- wow, I've never, ever heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, of course, in um, 1990s, she was the big voice on like, everybody dance, dance now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and that same thing. <laughs> Same thing was was sort of uh, they they subbed in this model um, Zelma Davis who actually used to sing as well but not like Martha Wash you know no, so no one yeah. did yeah it's quite I mean I she saw CNC Music Factory live oh fuck that would have been incredible back I in the think day it was yeah yeah indecent obsession oh wow actually toured the support or was that with Kylie yeah might have been Kylie my Kylie. Kylie girls will know, but Indecent Obsession was with someone. Yeah. But, um, 
I did see CNMC Music Factory live at the Sports and Entertainment Centre, I think. Yeah, yeah. Fucking shit house. Mm. Yeah. Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We didn't know who she was and because she was discriminated because of her weight and the way she looked. It's fucking really awful. Really underrated artist. And, like, she she actually, um, her representation took all these people to court because especially in um, Black Box's case, they didn't even credit her in the liner notes. Like, they didn't even have her as like an associate, you know. They didn't even give her a, a line of credit. So um, her legal team took them to court, took them and I think CC Music Factory, but definitely Black Box, and she made so much money out of it. Um, so that's good, at least, you know. And anybody who does know knows that she's the real thing, you know. That's right. Mm. We found out somehow, I can't remember how, but I mean – it's Raining Men was sort of co-written by Paul Schaefer from Dave Letterman's show. Fuck, is that right? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wrote that because every time they play that on the Dave Letterman show, they all piss themselves laughing. Oh, I'm right. Thinking, what's he got to do with that? But <laughs> he was he was asked by another guy to write it. Paul, I think it's Paul Jabara asked him yeah, to right. write. You know, and, and Paul Schaefer's as gay as a whistle, which is yeah. awesome. He'd know yeah. what to do. But, I mean, yeah, interesting. And, and I just thought it would be an interesting one dick wonder because she's also underrated. They were very yeah. underrated. That's right. Absolutely. Well, what do we say to our one dick wonder? Nice, nice one, dick. dick. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Who's up next? Who's up next after the one dick wonder? Well, I think we sort of crossed the oceans. Yeah, let's give it a go. Love these guys. Let's play the song and let's come back to it. Okay, honey, I'm going to go and get a wine. Fucking rocking. Fucking love that song. Jesus and Mary Chain. Love these yeah. guys. Now, the Tell next three artists that I bring all have something in common, and I'll point this out later. It's very interesting phenomena because mm. all of these three next bands, I think, are seriously underrated. Now, these guys are Scottish. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain are um, 
they're classed as like an 80s alt rock, which really is not a genre or not a not a time that you really know for alt rock. They're a they're a post punk band, um, and you you kind of in your head you put sort of alternative rock in and around grunge. They weren't grunge. They were like a they were like a post punk band. Yeah, um, love these guys. Real sort of something quite traditional. Very indie sound. Um, really sort of rough and ready garage sound in the guitar playing and the vocals. Uh, two brothers head this band, Jim Reed and William Reed, and I absolutely love this track. They have a bigger hit called – what's their big, big hit, these guys? Fucking can't remember. Can you remember us doing um, – Doing this in uh, night version. Maddie and I used to do this in night version. Yeah. yeah. I really don't know much about them to be honest with you. But yeah. I do appreciate them. Yeah. Now the big hit was Just Like Honey, which everybody would know. I don't think it had higher charting success. It may have. But everybody would know it because it's been used in heaps of films and TV, most notably in the closing scene of Lost in Translation. You know that one with uh, Bill Murray yeah. and um, Scarlett? Yeah. Love yeah. that film. Love that film. Um, and it may, it sort of made me really love Jesus and Mary Chain even more. I, I, wow. I went back and listened to a lot of their back catalogue at the time and um, – yeah, I love this song. It's sort of – this song is like right in the back of your memory. Like it has a it has a certain familiarity but no one ever knows who sings it. They yeah, know the they name. Wouldn't. They know the name Jesus and Mary Chain but they don't know what they do. You know what I mean? So there you go. I love them. Check them out, guys. Really interesting sound. Fantastic. Yeah. There you go. Well – your um, next one's a ripper yeah, too. Might just jump on to the next one. Now, quite similar in quality, these guys. See if you can pick the name of the band as we play the song. Go for it. track off either. Nah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Doesn't it bring back memories? Holy shit. Oh, my God, big time. This song was a huge part of both of our lives. Um, uh, the, the first 
so this this song, of course, is by Psychedelic Furs. If you if you guys picked it at home or in the car, um, Psychedelic Furs. You would know them, guys, from the song Pretty in Pink, which was John Hughes used in the film, of course. These guys are another post-punk band. They're British. Now, the guys are Scottish, yeah? Um, now, Love My Way, of course, was like the title song to the amazing Australian drama show Love My Way, which used to be on Foxtel, didn't it? And um, Yep. Um, one of my exes... <laughs> Was in the show. Now, when yeah. um, I first met Sammy, uh, <laughs> I first met Sammy. My my ex was a smoker. Um, we went down on the street in front of Revolver in Melbourne. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Sammy was out there lighting a ciggy. <laughs> and so, whenever I sort of do my impression of Sammy, it's always with the ciggy. And um, the very first thing Ash said to my ex was like, oh, she's trying to, she's sort of trying to light a ciggy in the wind. <laughs> and she's like, fuck it, I know you, yeah, you're my favourite actress. But like you said it, <laughs> you said it in a way that was like, uh, take it or leave it. Like you you'd like, yeah, didn't yeah. give a I shit. I was so worried, yeah. Yeah, you were like, oh, I know you, you're my favourite actress. Yeah. Yeah, you were so Don't get a big head about it or nothing. Yeah, you were so <laughs> cool about it. It was so fucking funny. But like She was so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking but, nearly died when you said that's my new girlfriend. I went, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Hell's you know? Fuck yeah. And it just sort of um this even though she had done this show, this is before her sort of her star really exploded in Australia. Yeah. And, um, you know, now she's doing amazing things. But um, at the time it was that sweet period for artists when you're doing well and you're getting work but you're not yet famous. It, as an artist that is the best time of your life. Amazing. Yeah. And it was like a, a really beautiful time for all of us because we were all like having successes, you know. We were just at, at that sort of stage in our life where – um, we were still young um, but sort of had done enough stuff where we were able to start applying our experiences and stop making mistakes, you know. Uh, mm, so, yeah, yeah, it was interesting because, I mean, when, when you become famous, your star explodes and your life changes. You can't fucking mm-hmm. eat in a restaurant anymore. You can't go That's to a right. cinema anymore. You can't can't fucking get a plane. You can't do anything fucking normal. Can't read around anymore. That's right. You can't fucking, you know, <laughs> being, being fucking SP slipping around in your own vomit yeah. anymore. Oh, you know, right. <laughs> none of that's that. That's right. You can't none do that. anything. Yeah. And so sort of we – look, we just had – so much fun in this period and and this song in a way was like a bit of a soundtrack for our lives in those years because we were so excited you know like one of our one of our friends one of our gang was on her way up it was really exciting so um i love this song it's got a huge place in my heart now this has led by the singer richard butler and his brother tim butler uh yeah they wrote it for – am I right about this? Yeah. They wrote it for um, uh, the gay community. It was aimed at the gay community. It was basically saying um, 
it was it was basically like an affirmation towards the gay community that they they love them and they love their cu- culture. So you know, everybody on on Love My Way the show thinks it's their song. It's actually fucking my song. No, exactly. <laughs> well, I can see what they're saying, and I actually. Do you think I thought that in a little way? I was like, love my way. What would that const? What would that mean? Yeah. Love my way. Love the way that isn't the same as everyone else. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Just I totally a, get that. Being proud of who you are, sort of, you know that that kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. But we had some times. Yeah, didn't we? fucking great. It was th- these were like. Really great years. And, you, you know, know, God bless her. She was writing to what we were doing as well and wanted to do a documentary. And wouldn't oh it God. have been hilarious if we had have done that documentary? I've still got all the tapes. I've still got all the raw tapes and everything. We should get them out and really? have a fucking we did laugh one? one night. How drunk yeah. was I? Yeah. Was it really? You're kidding. Yeah, we've got all the tapes. Oh, you she need did to show me this shit. She loved see this is the thing she loved what we did as well like she was so into what we did she wanted to manage our band she, you know like she wanted to mm. do all of that um, actors love singers though yes actors have um, muso envy they do actors I have love muso it. envy yeah, yeah yeah and she always used to say that she was a singer but yeah I heard her as a singer I was like oh yeah, <laughs> no, stick to uh, I was gonna teach her wasn't I. Stick to being a national treasure, babe. You're not play. a singer. Yeah. I was going to teach her, and I was like, "Oh, that's right." And I yeah. think I think she sent me to a clairvoyant that was around the corner from your house. Fuck, that's right. Yeah, and it was really good because the clairvoyant lo- just said, "Go home to your mum and dad. You're fucking losing your mind. Go home to your <laughs> mum and dad." Fucking and was, hell! You know? Yeah. She look. She was a lot of fun. The thing about the thing about thing about becoming famous is that you have to sacrifice everything else to get there. It is so hard so, yeah. to reach and maintain fame that like you really – if you look at your Nicole Kidmans, if you look at your uh, Russell Crowe's, if you look at sort of all of those who have really pushed out of nowhere to make it somewhere and be- and become the biggest, you know, become like a, a decent name, you really have to be prepared to uh, step over people a little bit. Like, you you know, you, yeah. you, can't, you can't be friends with everybody and you can't yep, be too concerned right. with upsetting people. And You've, you can't be reliant on your relationship you're in because usually right. that fucking leaves, mate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. it depends on the levels of each person. But I know Nicole Kidman is obviously happy now. But you know, there was Tom Cruise, and all she that made some huge sacrifices to get yeah. where she. You know, like she sacrificed her happiness for fucking, oh, you know, fifteen years or so. Like not just with Tom, but you know, on on her way to the top. But anyway. We digress. Love my way by the well, psychedelic you know, furs. Tom loved cock at the end of the day, didn't he? That's right. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. One of the biggest fucking Who said litigators. That? One of the biggest litigators in in, in um, showbiz. But there you go. Now the next, we got a little uh, toilet break. Oh so my we can god, get another we do. Scotch. We do. So I'm going to play this commercial. It's really cool. I think Maddie's been wanting to do one of these commercials. But go and get your scotch, honey, and I'll play this beautiful commercial from the 80s. It's not very long, though, so you better be quick. Yeah, I'll be quick. For the best savings around, it's in the bag at Tucker Bag. 
Heinz soup, 440 and 450 gram varieties are in the bag for just 59 cents. Super! 200 gram Nestle's chocolate is in the bag for a sweet and low 99 cents. Fantastic! Devendal cream is in the bag for a delicious 49 cents. Oh, love it! Kellogg's Cocoa Pops are in the bag for just $2.59. What a bargain! Whoa! Enjoy shopping at Tucker Bag every week and fill up your Tucker Bag with the best savings in town. It's in the bag! <laughs> Tucker Bag! <laughs> what, did, what did they used to do? I missed it. Take a lot of drugs. <laughs> what? Did you ever go to a Tucker Bag when you were little? I don't know what it is. Okay, so Tucker Bag was like an IGA but worse. Yeah. And your grandfather would I, – I used to – my grandfather – Father and grandmother lived in Linica Road, um, Hampton, and there was a tucker bag on the end of their street. So we would go, as a kid, I would go to tucker bag and I always wondered why the paper bags never came to life and had eyes and mouths and shit because that's what the commercial does, like the tucker bag talks. So I was always waiting for this fucking tucker bag to come to life and it never (laughs) happened and we used to get – all our food and then we get in the car. He had a Jag. My grandfather had a Jag. That's so 80s, isn't it? Oh, wow. So we jump in the back of the Jag and we got some cheesels or whatever and some corned beef. That was big in the 80s. And, and we were taking an home to grandma so she could cook us up a dinner. And I remember going to Tucker Bag going, why isn't it like the commercial? Why aren't there people with bags on their heads, you know? Because I didn't <laughs> know. I'm fucking so fucking... I'm all about fantasy in my head, you know. Like, yeah, why isn't yeah. this happening? You know. Yeah. So I used to ask my grandfather, he was like, darling, that's just a commercial. But I'm why? And then he had to get a bag and cut it out and do the whole thing for me at home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Rob wasn't happy. Yeah, it was a huge letdown for you. Yeah, but Tucker Bag was one of the – it was definitely IGA material where a lot of pensioners went – and it wasn't Woolworths or Coles. It was sort of the other one. Remember, like, was it sort of no frills? No frills. Remember yeah. Franklin's no frills? Yeah. Was that food or clothes? Yeah, that was groceries and shit, yeah? Oh, really? Yeah. I think they were a bit better than Franklin's. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. Franklin's was More like. More IGA. You know yeah, where they right, have right. the Thursday – Thursday is the pensioner day where you go in and buy your fucking lamb chops for $2? Yeah. yeah. And they know your name at the checkout. It's like, get oh, Frank. Oh, yeah. Have Fuck. those wa- – yeah. did those – um did that cream work? Did, did those warts clear up, mate? You know. Exactly. They know they everything about it. you. Yeah. So but you yeah, bought we- um so you bought jumbo size condoms the other day. You trying to tell me something, eh? Because <laughs> you wouldn't like have yelling had it, it in out of the store. No, we had a we had a um a shop called Jack the Slasher. Jack the Slasher. <laughs> Jack the Slasher. It's a bit he, fucking full on. He used to piss a lot. No, I don't know. I, I or don't did know. he cut people up? No. <laughs> That's what I thought was happening when the fucking. Fucking shit happened today. I thought Jack the Slasher was out front of the fucking house. He was what do a, you call it? Earthquake. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. He it was a very sort of fun of Queensland theme. He was a um cane cutter. So the Oh uh, of course he was. Yeah. yeah. So the slasher is like a nickname for a cane cutter. Did he have so shorts and a hat on? He did. No, no hat. No one ever wore a fucking oh, hat. But really? um Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Wow. But I, IGA seems to be the only one that sort of survived out of those ones, huh? Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So we got one more and then we're going to end the show because it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, all good things I'm so glad we've got this show because we don't see each other otherwise. No, I know, I know. It's like, yeah, I fucking love this show. Good on you. All right, so last one, guys. Now these these guys, if you're Australian, you would be thinking, why the fuck has he included these guys in an underrated? We get it. We totally get it. But. I don't think the rest of the world really did. You know, they didn't really have sort of the chart success that they deserved in the rest of the world. Didn't Australia. and They didn't New Zealand. Play them, Sammy. Go for it. There you go, split ends, guys. Oh, what a iconic. fucking track. Yeah, iconic NZ band. Um, fucking love these guys so much. I, I um was going through the record collection the other night and there was a lot of split ends in there. I didn't realise how much. And Conflicting I was, emotions? Yeah, yes. Love yeah. that album. And I was looking at the the photo of them on the back in their fucking cl- they they used to dress up as clowns, um, and but I remember them when I was a kid, and I was fucking terrified of them because terrified. they were so quirky. Always on countdown. Yeah, yeah, because like visually they were just incredible, and and like the songs as well. The songs were amazing. They they well, this um, is where they didn't wear the makeup with Tim Finn singing, wasn't it? No, the, yeah, this was this was later. This was sort of yeah, like a which I dig a lot. Version, yeah, mm. yeah. Now, um, would you have said that Neil or or Tim? Okay, so another set of brothers, and that's what we've got in common, guys. The last three bands, all fronted by brothers. So there you go. Um, were was there? I guess a lead with this band, or not really? Was it sort of like a double lead? Oh, look, I know I met the bass player, Nigel Griggs. Yeah. His band, Griggs. Mm-hmm. He was promoting Silver's fucking nightclub in the 90s. He yeah. was the promoter. So he was hiring the bands. Yeah. And I remember 
been introduced to him and we hung out a bit and we got along really well. And he said, you know when famous people aren't sure whether you know where they're from? Like I've had this with Mark Gray from Wawane. I booked him for my band and he went, you know I'm from Wawane. And I went, yeah, whatever. Like fucking love Wawane but let's play whatever. I'm kind of like that. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. So Nigel booked my band at Silver's in the 90s and I said to Nigel, are you a muso? And he went, yeah, yeah, I'm in um, Split Ends. And I went, oh, fuck. I said, Dirty Creature is one of my favourite fucking all-time <laughs> songs. And he goes, I wrote that. Oh, wow. I wrote the bass line. Fucking hell. And, and the I bass, went, no. The bass line is this song. Un- you know. Unbelievable, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm a little bit tainted with this song with meeting Nigel and going, I think he started with the bass line actually and it went around that. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. This is going back many years ago. But I would say Neil was the leader and Tim let him shine and then Tim came in at the end because I think Tim really wanted to be his own. I don't know. What do you reckon? I don't know. I think it's strange. I think think it was a Tim Finn uh, band. and the thing is, Neil Finn was Crowded House, yeah? Sort of when they were in Australia and established in Melbourne and blah, blah, blah. But Tim came across to Crowded House for a little while as well. So That's I think right. everybody gets confused with both of them, like who's doing what and so forth. But they would have just been collaborating and they're obviously I, I just, amazing. Yeah, I got used to them sharing. Yeah. You know, a bit yeah. like Tears for Fears, the boys would share. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. it never offended me. I really liked whoever did what because they sort of sounded the same really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love I, all of their tracks like I Got You, History Never Repeats, Six Months in a Leaky yeah. Boat and um, Stuff and Nonsense. Stuff and Nonsense has like huge significance to Mika and I. That's one of our songs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You've said that, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Love that song. Um, yeah, it's just brilliant. I love I love all of the stuff that they do really. But but like absolutely. hugely underrated these guys. I, I think they were quite scary at the time because we were – I remember being – I mean, look, they were out on Countdown in 77. yeah. I was seven and just seeing, you know, people dressed in makeup, but it wasn't makeup where it was a Duran Duran look and they all looked attractive. Yeah. It was more clown, like you say, crazy they were fucking like clown. fucked up clowns, yeah. Fucked yeah. up clowns. And I didn't yeah. want to go to jail, you know. I don't I'm fucking <laughs> whatever. Paint your clown somewhere else. Don't fucking talk to me. I mean, I have been in jail but only in a TV show. But I just fucking got scared of – the jail clown thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I remember going to a mate's house and he had this photo of a clown that was fucked up on the wall and I said, oh, who painted that? And they went, oh, that was painted by Davo in jail. And I <laughs> just put a, put them both together like they used <laughs> to paint clowns in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was petrified. Fuck it out. You know, but I think they were very underrated but – you remember we did an MTV special and this was, I think I Got You was in the first two hours of MTV. Yeah, yeah, that's which right. Which incredible. Yeah, visually they were, you know, visually they were phenomenal. Oh. 
They just, Incredible. in my opinion, Before should have been time, a so lot bigger. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think absolutely. we got a, I mean, there was Doctor Who and we went that far and we looked at Doctor Who and his fucking stupid fucking scarf and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And we got that far and then when these cunts came out with makeup, you're like, oh, 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 God. You know, it might have been just the time it came out. But, I mean, if people look back at them now, they're fucking brilliant. And they're Gadinsky, oh, you know. We've already – we've also spoken about Gadinsky yeah. and how he fucking believed in he them. loved them. Yeah, loved them. Yeah, yeah, totally. I but don't I think, think the world was ready for their genius, you know. No, but, you know, them, them, for our overseas acts, they went on to do Crowded House. Yes, that's which right. Which everyone loves. Yeah. And they were very subdued compared to Split Ends, weren't they? It was a different House? thing. It was much folkier. Like there was something something really um, boppy and, and joyous about Split Ends. Like they had, yeah. you know, that they had like a Single beat about Single Mother Special. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single Mother Special. <laughs> Parents Without Undies. Just very parents without single pants. mother's special. Yeah, How, fucking, why? Just I don't know. Mums that were divorced loved them. <laughs> you know, don't dream it's over. They fucking uh, loved them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I was like, oh, true. how's your marriage? Oh, I'm divorced. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. You like crowded house. You fucking. Of course you <laughs> yeah, are. You whinger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just you know, style of person that I used yeah. to pick up on. What are you listening to? Ah, oh, Woodface. It was like when you picked me up that day to pick me up for the gig and you were listening to fucking, what was that cunt's name? And I said, are you menopausal? Oh, God, <laughs> fucking, what's his name? Yeah, oh. opened the door and like went, fucking, are you having oh. male menopause, oh. are you? <laughs> <laughs> Every time we see that song, Maddie oh. and I piss ourselves So laughing. fucking funny. Can you remember you and me and the ex went to see Split Ends? No. We saw them at Rod Laver really? in 2006. Me? Yep. You, you me sure and it was the me? ex. Yep. You had your blue jacket on that night. Oh, I know that blue jacket. Yeah, that that um felt that Oh my um, god, where was that? That felt one. You know that one. Yeah, the um, felt one. I know exactly. I love that jacket. Yeah, yeah. It was at well, Rod Laver. Right. We're at Rod Laver and we were on stage right and we were sort of – we didn't have great seats or anything. I think they were free. I think mm-hmm. we actually got like some Gadinsky specials because we used to get right. free tickets from Gadinsky all the time um, and they were Gadinsky specials. They were just like, like – oh, burp, sorry. They were last minute kind of, um, you know, literally on the day we decided we'd go. So – yeah. Fuck, I do not remember anything about that. Was yeah, I drunk? Yeah, I think – I don't know what we were going through that night but we were kind of – we had so much to talk about we kind of didn't care about the show. Oh, you know really? what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have um, been dumped. So it sort of, like sort of came to the end. Yeah, I think perhaps that's right. Yeah. Maybe it was the Mexican behind the DJ booth. Maybe. Could have been anyone. Yeah. Could have been anyone. Yeah. Now there are so like many, yeah. There are so many that we could have mentioned tonight. Um, what's his name? Is it um, fucking Matt Moffat? Uh, oh big, god, yeah, yeah, Classic. big big pig. Short note, 
Yeah, yeah, big pigs a good one. Yeah, it is. So look, maybe we'll even do a third instalment of this down the track a bit. Because well, I like them because we're playing tracks that you wouldn't usually play. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you know? and because they're obscure, they bring back obscure obscure memories as well. You know, that's like exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good sort of dig deep and 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 remember. You know, the topic. Absolutely. So, there you go, guys. Underrated yeah. artists of the eighties, part two. And can I just thank everyone? We've had like two thousand and two hundred downloads every six days. I can help. We don't know what's happening. I'm I'm just so proud of everyone, and they're digging the show, and I'm really loving. I think because we're coming up to our hundred. I think Maddie was saying that when you get to a hundred, people feel confident in listening to a show that's had that many sort of episodes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we've and got some new people on board. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, fuck yes. We do have some new people on board. Let me just have a look if we've I We've got some new can. subscribers during the week. Now, we love to make a big deal out of our new subscribers, of course. We do. G'day to Krisha Morris. Love you. Woo-hoo. Claire, Gail Hayward, Jose Ramirez. Oh, yeah. exciting. Fanny Paisley. <laughs> Fanny. V- Vienna Jones. I wonder if Fanny Paisley, She that sounds very English to me and that excites yeah. me if she is English. So g'day, I Fanny. I love that. Hello, well, I'm Fanny. I'm a hard on. She can be a Fanny. I love saying hello to Fanny. Uh, yeah. Vienna Jones, Angela Finch. Uh, I like popcorns, which I don't pop think cans. is a cans. Oh, popcorns. <laughs> I like pop cans. I like popcorns. I like pop I like cans. popcorn. Yeah, yeah. I like pop, pop cans. cans. I think pop cans might be titties. Okay, lovely. Could be about Sammy Fox. Doug Gould. That's a very Good Aussie on you, name. Yeah, Gouldy's got the O U and the first and the last name. Yeah. And uh, double A's, double A battery, Antonio Allen. Yeah, love that. Thanks for jumping Thank on board, you guys. For jumping on board. I mean, how exciting. Yeah, brilliant. Look after yourselves out there. If you do, guys, especially those who have just joined, bring your friends on board as well. Introduce them to the show. They'll fucking thank you later. You might even get a root out of it. Who knows? Oh, we did have a message from our friend and he said he had a route the other day from our show. We finally oh, got good. one. Good. What's his name? Our friend that is on Patreon. Beaut- In fact, oh. he should become a Patreon. I don't think he's a Patreon, but he messages us. Now, I'm don't we gonna... have to do a special shout out for no, a birthday? No, that's next week. That's next, next week. week. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> See, yes. there is a level of planning involved, even though you know. Well, I'm not I have aware got a whiteboard. I brought a whiteboard for the first time for all our Patreons. Oh, that's and, serious. And the fucking thing was on the ground because of the earthquake, man. I couldn't <laughs> find it for three hours. <laughs> And it all find the fucking all, thing all the, the all the fucking pen rubbed off because of the fucking shakes. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, carpet. where the fuck? I'm sure I brought a whiteboard and wrote on it. It was on the ground. 
<laughs> All right, guys. So get your friends on board. Please like, share, rate, and review. Give us five stars. Write us a little v- review on whatever platform you can. Um, we're now on over 10 different podcast platforms, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. But, you know, you can always come back to the80smontage.com for everything yes. the 80s montage. Everything and you need. That's right. Of course, come and see us live with our band. We don't oh, just fucking. Okay. We don't just dominate the podcast charts, mate. Yeah, we've got a fucking we live band. We well. sing eighty songs and shit. It's awesome. You'll love it. Tell Absolutely. us about it. Absolutely. Tell us and about because it. of lockdown and the Victorian roadmap, we've had to change a few days because I don't think December we're going to be ready to perform. I'm not sure whether you guys will be ready or where Victoria will be ready because as soon as we open up, there's going to be more cases. So it's not going to sort of go forward before it goes backwards. So we have moved Bendigo and Bansdale to 2022 and we really apologise for that but we've just got – we can't do anything else. What can you do? You've just got to – We've got to make you sure they're safe. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be – you know, it's one thing that this sort of time is – taught us all you've got to be flexible you know we, we have had so many gigs pushed to next year that oh we're gonna be God. give up our fucking full-time job and just do gigs every night because it, it's just gonna be yeah, yeah, yeah completely banked up which is great you know it's it's amazing exciting to look forward to once we get this shit out of the I way mean, we finally. haven't worked for two years but no, i mean it's it. been fantastic with you guys knowing more about what we're doing with the podcast and the whole thing with this podcast is to keep you all involved with the band. Yeah. Um, we've got some weddings that we haven't done for two years. We're still waiting to do some people's poor weddings, you know. Like it's yeah. un- unbelievable. I've got a poor couple and who have had to reschedule for the seventh time. Yeah, right. Fucking t- you, you, you'd just break up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Let, well, look, it's not looking good, is it? You know. Anyway, no, I uh, shouldn't we, say we that. We don't even bother, but no, no, no you'll be. I, I think if you've, you're if you're a couple and you've stayed together in lockdown, you've got it made. Oh god, if yeah. you can do Absolutely. that for two years and not drive each other crazy, you're yeah. fucking rocking it. And I haven't heard many fallouts, but I have heard a lot of couples sort of fall out and disappear and hate each other's guts. But yeah. if you can keep a, a a like a lid on it, I think. You're definitely suited to each other. Yeah, draws you closer or drives you apart. It's like any of those big sort of events or big, big kind of, um, you know, anything with a bit of trauma involved. It'll either draw you closer or 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 push you apart. You know. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, so much so love. Yeah. To you guys out there and, you know, the whole point of this show is to actually draw us together and keep us in contact and um, I don't know what we would have done without this show and no. I hope no. it really is a big part of your week as well, guys out there, because it's a huge part for us. So really thank you. Thank you for the support, especially our patrons. Mm. Thank you, thank you. The best thing you can possibly do if you're a new listener is to come on board as a patron. Um, Absolutely, you can. There, there are different tiers. You can come on board for as little as a dollar a month and really show your support. But for ten dollars a month, you get the extra episodes. Mm-hmm. Where all Absolutely. the fucking swearing comes out. Oh, oh we're just as bad but yeah. ten times worse. Oh, I'll tell you what. The dwarves come over. We get the <laughs> we get the snake the out and the oil and fucking the ping the pong wolves. balls. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. I Velcro. Know. 
Velcro chaps so, and oh, you should see If you it. do want to become a Patreon, you can become one by patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. And a lot of people are listening to that because a lot of people are giving us a dollar. And it's so good because if we get so many people, especially with the USA and stuff, we know what you want to hear and we know how much it, it's really nice, the feeling of actually 100%. being. Because I get really like, oh, my God, someone really likes the show. Because yeah. you don't know, really. You never know. It's not a two-way conversation really, <laughs> is it? Like, well, you know, that's right. On we that, can't, please we don't know what you're thinking. get in contact with us via social media as well. You can always contact us on uh, Facebook or Instagram and so forth or just through the website, guys. And, of course, you can write us a little note in the comments on like iTunes and all that kind of yeah. shit. That's the best way to do it because that helps with our ratings as Ranking. well. Ranking. To get them mm. up there. Yeah, good that's on you. Right. Love you. All. Love you all, guys. Sending out the love. Keep rocking. And I'm not just talking about the earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Hopefully we won't have any more. I mean, they're fun and all, but I don't know. It went for a little long. That was a nice earthquake, you know. That was a nice one. I don't want – yeah, that's it. That's it. We've had a fun night, you know. We've had a fun earthquake. It was a very full-on day, yeah. That's all now. Yeah. All right, lovely. Good on you guys. Love you out there. And if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.